What is the secret for high converting emails? Well, a lot of it has to do with segmentation. How do you actually split everyone up and talk to them differently based on their interests and what's going on in their life right now? And I'm talking with David Jennings from Systemology. And like the rest of my guests this week, we're talking about the ups and the downs, good, bad, the ugly of building and monetizing an email list. And if you just join me, hey, my name's Jules. This is the Email List Profit Secrets. I made this podcast for you to help you get more customers, make more per customer and keep them coming back with the power of the pen. I'll be sharing my guest's experience of doing that and I'll be sharing my own experience. So without further ado, I'll be introducing David Jennings from Systemology. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Email List Profit Secrets. I'm here with David Jennings from Systemology. David is a whiz at automating websites and I had back looked back through his website uh, sorry, automating businesses, not websites. My apologies. I actually went through your website. That's where I got the little slip here. And I saw a Gerber, you and the man Gerber. And it wasn't just like a token testimonial. He was so gracious of you helping him. Uh, I, I'd be curious to hear a little bit of the backstory behind that because it sounds like you did like a really good thing for him to get such kind words out of his mouth. Yes. Yep. Uh, he ended up going on and writing the forward to my book, Systemology. Yeah. So it was a bit of a strange turn of events. My old business was a digital agency called Melbourne SEO Services. Mm-hmm. And my first book that I launched was a book called Authority Content. And his wife happened to see me launch that book. And then she said, just completely out of the blue, I didn't know any of the Gerbers. I get this email saying, call me. That's all it said call me in a phone number. And I saw the email address and I didn't know her name, Luz Delia Gerber, but I knew her husband for sure, Michael E. Gerber, author of the email. So I picked up the phone, called her, and she said um, the uh, book, Michael's last book, Beyond the E-Myth, it's the first book we're going to self-publish because all the other ones had gone through HarperCollins and we're looking for someone to launch that book. Would you be interested in doing that? And I said, well, I don't really launch books, uh, but okay. And she said, well, I saw what you did with authority content and I want you to uh, replicate that for Michael. And then it was just a whirlwind. I went all in on launching his book for it was a little over three months, um, chatting with him and um, getting mentored quite closely. And then it actually finished off with me flying to the States and attending his dreaming room. His book launched. It was his mm-hmm. first book to get um, bestseller status in 24 hours once it launched. And um, yeah, it just kind of opened some tremendous doors for me because off the back of that, uh, I had this business. It was almost like the universe just delivered this amazing opportunity in my lap because I um, he didn't know about systemology or my SaaS platform, System Hub. He came uh, through to me on the digital agency and uh, I just kind of followed that rabbit hole and it's it's been game-changing for me. Open some doors for sure. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And so this is the Email List Profit Secret Podcast. Like, I uh, imagine that opened some new subscribers flowing your way. Um, yeah. So how did you take advantage of that event? And like, because sometimes business yeah. owners, you know, backend isn't that highly optimized. Is Was that the case for you guys like were you struggling with we're not struggling but were were all the systems in place for like you're the systems guy for your email nurturing and and sending people from like an opt-in to actually a paid customer with that new wave of like opportunities coming in 
So the uh, I'd set it all up originally underneath the digital agency. You know, we'd have lead magnets and people would opt in and get onto an autoresponder sequence where they'd have a, a dripped out bonding sequence. And then we do broadcasts over the top of that with whatever was news and topical and current. So that was the email sequence that Luz Delia had responded to. So she first got into that particular funnel and it kind of just goes to show how email marketing works. It's just the silent killer. You don't know who gets in there, who sits in there, how long they sit in there, what they're consuming. And you're constantly just staying top of mind until the point at which they feel, ah, what Dave is talking about is relevant and useful for me. I'm going to reach out and ask him to call me. So that was that side of the business. And I was getting Systemology and System Hub off the ground. And I basically replicated what we've done over in my digital agency. I replicated it there. I built out a a sequence of emails. We uh, ended up having um, live broadcasts that go out of the top, um, uh, go out over the top. And then I do a lot of content marketing. So taking YouTube videos and uh, basically uh, sending that through to that list. Um, one of my biggest ways to get subscribers was I, I wrote the systemology book. Mm-hmm. And uh, when the book was published all the way through, there was reference to a lot of resources. So it was you know, systemology.com forward slash resources to get the downloads, the extra tools, the PDFs, the interviews, mm-hmm. and there's call to actions all the way through the book. And that once I launched the book, I kind of did my work with Michael. He ended up writing the book. We launched the book. The book was a really great success, got pushed in to um, a lot of lists and in, in through to his audience. Yeah. And then the call to action all the way through the book was basically to jump onto my email list. And that's how you <clears throat> you pretty much grew up from there. Awesome. So yeah. you mentioned before that you were doing a nurture sequence and broadcast and it was a bit bit random when people would join uh, or so turn into a customer. Is that the same strategy you guys used once you started building momentum with the book? Um, once I get them in, generally I'll have a couple of different events and things to grab people's attention. So someone will opt in mm-hmm. and they'll just consume the material and they'll try and bond and connect with the work that we do. And we've got the YouTube videos that get published out consistently and then i almost have like these conversion events there'll be little live webinars where i'll do a training and it might get bundled in with something else or we'll upsell something or they'll chat with we have a um, people called systemologists that they can chat with these prospects and clients to see how we can help so it's the the conversion event now like there's always you know the super signature in the bottom of the emails you know if, if you want to work mm-hmm. with us have a look here here and here or book in a call so that's always happening but then we kind of have these bigger conversion events where um we, we it's almost like we shake the tree and we say hey here is now an opportunity and an uh, option for you to join a program or take the next step and by having set dates for when Mm. these conversion events happen that really gets people to act because they have to act to join in on a particular program or they won't be able to join that program okay cool i got a good follow-up for this conversion events and shaking down the tree so i've seen in the past when when i first started my freelance training i was working with brands and the uh, the response rate like wasn't that good but then i started working with personality-based businesses and you could inject 
more of their stories and hobbies and just stuff that's not even related to business, we started to see much better results. And I'm curious to hear how do you inject your personality into stories, into something like these conversion events so that people feel like, oh, I like David, therefore I associate what he's talking about to be you know, true, relatable, maybe I should check it out. I think there's two parts to it. One, I definitely just, uh, I am who I am. And regardless mm. of if someone reads an email, reads my book, watches a video, meets me in person, it's always the same guy. And uh, that makes it easy for that to shine through my personality and the stories in all of the different modes of communication. And then as I've done this more and more these days, I really try and shine a light on clients and they're the stories that I love to tell. So I try and find who is the, you know, I, I know who my ideal prospect is. And if I can show stories of me having that ideal prospect that would be similar to many people on my list, go through the process and get a great result, mm-hmm. then they can see themselves in that. So I, I used to tell a lot of my own stories, but I'm doing that less and less these days where I, I try and tell the stories of the client. A lot, lot of like um, uh, Donald Miller talks about it in um, his story brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you've got on your website, a ton of different people you can tap into. And, you know, one of the smartest ways is to, what list out all the objections I found and uh, all the reasons why. And then you go through your testimonials and you find what is a specific objection I can find and the specific proof I can find. And then let's talk about that. Is that somewhat sort of like a similar structure you guys follow? Yeah. Like that's right on point. Like the whole purpose of testimonials and case studies is to explain a situation and address a particular challenge and it's almost like you disarm uh the the prospect with their objections when you do end up chatting with them because you've now addressed it and you've called out their specific problem and then you've given a solution for that so the more that you can build that into an autoresponder sequence so that you're addressing all of those concerns then by the time you have a call with them it's less about sales it's more about well how can we help you what are those next steps because you've addressed a lot of the concerns in in your marketing in the lead up mm-hmm. so while we're on the topic of proof because it's like the bedrock of everything with email lists and, and email marketing and stuff uh i'm curious to know how are you leveraging your proof in your automations and stuff so that someone can feel like i don't really know david to feeling like i want to make this like hop on a call or something like that mm. there's like a like a whole host of different proof elements and everybody needs different levels of uh proof before they trust someone some mm. people are really skeptical and they need to sit on your list for ages and they need to see lots of things other people might require less or just a case study so you really just need to go all out and hit as many different proof things as you can whether that's putting out consistent content whether that's having clients and case studies whether that's getting published in different high value publications or doing public speaking or appearing on podcasts like it's one big snowball that just continues to build right um on itself so the aim of the game is just to keep building and i mean it's the same with like my reviews for the systemology book on amazon um we're at over 500 positive reviews on the book uh, 4.6 star average rating and i'm still building 
uh, feedback for that book because it's just you just want to constantly build that body of proof to the point at which it's indisputable. That's really the aim of the game. You want to get to the point where no one can argue the fact that um, your work delivers on the promises it makes. Mm -hmm. And I love how you've also got the most credible people, most authority on the website with the carousel to back up the book. And then you got everyone else along the way. So yeah, Yeah. love what you're doing, man. And so what's, what are some of the, you know, six, we've just had like six months come through into Q3 now. What have been some learnings or feedbacks or maybe some mistakes you've made like monetizing your list this last first, first half of the year and how are you planning to, you know, change things up in the next six months? A uh, big one is just listening to what your clients and prospects are asking for and monitoring what content is getting highest engagement. So mm-hmm. um, it's maybe been a little slow to the mark, maybe, maybe not with um, something like ChatGPT. I put a few um, ChatGPT videos on my YouTube channel and they've gotten probably five or six X the number of views compared to the other videos yeah. published at a similar I've had the time. same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so like that for me is a signal, right? you know, front and center that I need to be creating some chat GPT material that includes and interweaves my business systems story mm-hmm. and, and how I see chat GPT and how it integrates with systems and processes and building scalable business and bringing my u- unique IP there. So our plan is to, um, we're just talking about it now, later this month, we're just going to run a, a webinar where I can talk through some of my thinking. So it'll be one of those conversion events that we mm-hmm. talked about, which mm-hmm. is basically a, a, a 90 minute webinar. I'll teach a bunch of things around chat GPT, how we're using it, how it relates to systems and processes. And then off the back of that, we'll then be able to have discussions with the attendees to go, would you like some more help? Mm-hmm. Maybe we've got some other programs that could be well suited to you. So I think the big lesson is, Oftentimes, your list and your audience is going to communicate what they're interested in and how you can help them. You need to ask and listen. Right. And this ask and listen is is coming through your feedback through emails and also on those conversion event live events. Yeah. And like the first indicator was looking at the YouTube channel and saying, oh, wow, we got more views on these videos. The next step for it is we'll email the list. I think there's actually an email this week going out where we'll say, hey, I'm looking at doing this particular training and here are the topics that I want to cover. Let me know which ones are most interesting to you. And when they click on that, then they right. go to a page that asks them three questions. You know, w- with this particular training, is there something that you want to cover or you would like me to cover? Are there any other areas you'd like me to address? So really trying to have a conversation at scale. Like I want to chat with as much of the audience as possible, take some of their feedback and then roll it into the the material that we create. Yeah. Okay. So getting the feedback from the audience to create more curated and targeted content. Uh, in the last six months as well, was there any other feedback or things you noticed that like maybe we could improve on this to create more revenue in terms of our marketing? Yeah, I think we're not doing it, but I want to do more of it. 
um, remarketing, especially once you've got uh, a good size list because, mm-hmm. you know, our open rates are anywhere sort of uh, about 18 to, you know, sometimes as high as 25%, which is high. I've, I've kind of, we curate or, or we cull our list a little bit and I communicate with them and the message is on point and, and we do our marketing really sharply, mm-hmm. but there's still a huge amount of the list that have said, I'm interested enough that I want to give you my name and email and opt in. But for whatever reason, they're not seeing the emails. Maybe it's being filtered out. Maybe they've put an auto sort rule and it's going into a folder where they don't see it, whatever it might be. um, Creating messages and remarketing to them through Facebook or YouTube pre-rolls, those sorts of things um, is a great way to, uh, at low cost, engage with someone who has already raised their hand. So that's definitely something it's on our radar um, that I want to try and solve for, I'd imagine, over the next six months. Yeah. I'm glad you brought this up because uh, this is a big gripe with a lot of people being like, you can have the best copy, you can have the best strategy, but if it doesn't get to your actual list, like, what are we doing? And so I'd love to hear from your perspective. I've heard other people give their suggestions as well. Like, what are you doing for list hygiene, making sure deliverability is high so that the emails are actually getting seen by your list? Yeah, we, I mean, you do the the basics. We've got a, an email guy um, who monitors our deliverability and, you know, set up all the DMARC stuff and mm-hmm. like some of the- Good stuff the SBS records or whatever they are. I, I like, I don't know that stuff, but I know someone's taking care of it after that and, and keeps an eye, make sure that we're not on any blacklists. And um, we also split out different emails for different communications. So um, certain emails get sent out if it's related to our app or if it's to existing clients that goes out on a different email to make sure that the deliverability remains really high and then we have, you know, our marketing ones, which go out in another email. And then we have a um, a completely separate G Suite set up for some of our cold campaigns. Um, so trying to separate those to make sure that, um, you know, if we're doing cold outreach campaigns, that that domain name doesn't get dinged and then it yeah. takes out, you know, our other, you know, really important app uh, emails that need to be delivered for password resets and billing and those sorts of things. So that's one thing we do do a little bit of um, with the list hygiene. I think we could probably do uh, it better. Like I used to think, you know, the bigger numbers, the better, but over time, mm, what's, what's an email subscriber worth if they're not opening your emails? So, you know, we, we do do some things like if someone's not opened in six months, we'll just get them off the list. Um, and then just trying to actually do good email marketing. You want to make sure that every email that you send, the prospect feels or the client feels better after reading it. You don't want to waste their time. You want to deliver high value content. And if you wouldn't want to get the email, don't send the email. So you just, yeah, need to go through those things, which kind of, helps to keep the open rates and things high, which also help with deliverability. Yeah. Perfect, mate. So I love, we've got a very, so you've got someone taking care of it, which is really handy because then you don't have to think about it. Um, The two things I picked up from you are remarking to the list who don't open from in other media and then curating the feedback so you can create better content for conversion events. 
what is your horizon for the now, the next six months? Like, what's what's a goal you guys are working towards? Um, we focus on at the moment, like the goal is to free all business owners worldwide from the day-to-day operations of mm-hmm. running their business. So that's the dream of the company. The way that we do that is um, we've found our biggest leverage point is actually working with coaches and consultants. Mm-hmm. And we help to teach them about systemology and then they introduce it to their clients. So um, I'm getting better at, in our email marketing, segmenting both audiences because we get business owners, but we also get the coaches and consultants. And really, I need to be sev- uh, delivering two separate messages to those audiences. Sometimes there's a bit of co- crossover, yep. but oftentimes it's separate. So that's a big thing for us to get really good at. How do we separate that message to deliver more relevant more targeted messages to the right people at the right time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and you guys are like differently, like I'm guessing like doing different front ends and like the way you communicate with them and like that's the strategy moving forward. Yeah. So like different videos on YouTube, different call to actions to get them into different funnels. Um, we haven't yet built it out, but I think we need to have, you know, I talked about having a pre-written autoresponder sequence that it, it helps to bond that person at the moment we've just got a general one we really should have a bonding sequence for business Mm -hmm. owners and a bonding sequence for systemologists Mm -hmm. so that way we can because we have so much proof but the proof is different i need to deliver proof to the business owners to say hey you can systemize your business and you can grow and scale but to my consult coaches and consultants i need to say to them here's a coach or consultant that came before you that built a really successful systemology business and you can do it too so they're quite different messages exactly i think it's a big problem as well for people who have who've you know started a niche and they've grown out like one client i've worked with was a youtuber was selling fitness products then he did some dating products and he was like jules how do we then communicate with people but not pitch everyone at the same time like it's a bit of a mess um and it was interesting it's like sometimes it's just we oversimplify what we did was we just took a youtube video that was specific to pe- to those that type of people people who watch the video we send a trigger link which then activates an email straight away which only follows at people who've watched the video and you know that was the way we fixed that problem by instead of pitching everyone we're just going to talk to people who were interested in that video so um, I'm yeah. confident you guys are going to be able to do this. Uh, this is like, this is a podcast. I love hearing about other people's strategies and, um, I'm interested in how you're going to approach this in the next six months. Okay. So we've got a little bit of time left. Would you like to talk about your book? Um, uh, who might it be for? You've got like the floor yeah. here now to, to talk about like where people can find you and, and anything else you want to chat about. Perfect. Well, if you're listening to this, you're probably a, an audio person. So my book, Systemology, is over on Audible. So just go to Audible and search Systemology or Amazon if you prefer to read. And that's the best starting place. It's got the full strategy, outlines it in great detail. It's useful and complete. And then if you want extra help beyond that, it's systemology.com. And from there, we've got a YouTube channel and uh, a, mm-hmm. a podcast called uh, Business Processes Simplified. And what I try mm-hmm. and do is make systems and processes quite accessible for small business owners. Like we, um, 
it's all real world practical application on how do you replicate and duplicate best practice to try and remove the business owner um, from the day-to-day operations so they can grow and scale and they can work on the parts of the business that they really enjoy. So that's, um, yeah, I just say systemology. If you just want to Google that one or mm-hmm. look at it on uh, uh, Amazon, that's the best place to find us. Perfect. David, thank you so much for coming on to Email List Profit Secrets today. My pleasure. Thanks, Julian. If you want value out of the podcast and you want to take it to the next level, I can give you some more. You should go check out my YouTube channel. It's where you can see more visuals. You can see more things drawn out, more things explained better, some capture attention. Like I know it might be like walking dog, washing dishes, but uh, I get to go more in depth and I'm much more structured. These are more loose conversations on my podcast, but if you want more concise, structured way of uh, looking to build and monetize your list, I recommend you go check out my channel. And I actually highly recommend you go check out this first video. It's, it's quite meaty. It's the A to Z of how you build and monetize an email list. I've pulled over 15 million results for clients. And if you were to work with me, I pretty much put that entire framework into a video. And if you want to go check out my channel for the first time, I highly recommend you go check it out. It's also on my channel front page as well. But I'm going to leave that in the link description below if you're serious about building and monetizing your email list.